Two brothers would united form the Pixar Majors with the power to review Pixar movies and basically say anything that comes to their mind. Fighting the powers of evil with their mouths, their mouths, with their mouths. Here's your hosts, Jake and Eli Hollingsworth. Hello, everyone. I'm Eli Hollingsworth. I'm joined by my brother and co-host, Jake Hollingsworth. Hello, everybody. And welcome back to the podcast and season four of, of Pixar, where today we're going to be talking about Toy Story 4, uh, but first we... Nick mean Toy Story 2. Oh yeah, what did I say? You said Toy Story 4. Oh yeah. Uh, but first we have some news. What is the news? Well, there's been a lot of Spider-Man 3 set photos oh, getting out. Oh, yeah. And now we know that it's in the wintertime, which looks awesome. And because yeah. we've seen there's like... A bunch of Christmas decorations. There's some snow going on, and it seems like it's gonna be in the snow, in the snow. Which I don't know how much time. Well, clearly, cause Far From Home was last. We last left off in Far From Home in the summer. And so I guess there's gonna be a time jump at some point. It's where it has to be at Christmas. But and then I guess that's how it works. And then um, there's also a Mysterio poster that says "Believe." So he could still be alive, which honestly he's not dead. We all know he's, we all know he's not dead, people. So stop fooling yourselves that, that he may be dead. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's he's obviously coming back. So there's so there's that. That's kind of the major stuff that's been going around. It's the Spider-Man three stuff. Yeah. So um... and also it's seeming more and more likely that like Black Widow and Shang Chi and a bunch of other different films are be making their way to Disney Plus. Yeah, which I don't know how happy how happy I'll be about that. Um, that they're doing that. Yeah, so that's kind of all the major news. That's yeah. Going so, uh, let's get into our main topic that I know Jake isn't the most enthusiastic about, but um, I came up with a theory this morning because Jake and I were talking about how annoyed I am and how wasted Buzz's character was in Toy Story Four. Because, um... This Can I just say that it annoys me whenever, um, in movies they just focus on one specific character and kind of sideline everybody else? Mm-hmm. Like, they, fo- they put this one character in the spotlight at the expense of the rest of the cast. Cough, cough. X-Men movies. Cough, cough. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened with Toy Story 4. They were like, oh, we get to tell Woody's story! And so then they just completely sidelined all the other characters and, uh, like kind of just just yeah they sideline them and they just make them like they they don't do justice to the characters that have been set up in the past three movies installments of the franchise and one of the best examples of this is buzz he's been through a lot with woody and gang and company uh for these past like 20 20 or so years uh and so if he hasn't learned what a conscience is in these 20 years, then that's just sad. Yeah. He he doesn't know what a conscience is. And he thinks that his voice buttons, which he, he should know, that that's not his quote-unquote inner voice. That's his pre-recorded messages 
that are supposed to play for children. He thinks that that is his inner voice and conscience, which which they played it for a gag. I get it, but it still it it, it didn't do justice at all to the character of Buzz. And why is he doing this? Why does he he's so like like just, his knowledge has just been like taken away in this one? Just to try and go back to the funniest funniest with the first like two by Toy Story three. By the end of Toy Story three, he's like a well experienced being per toy. And, uh, and so, by Toy Story 4, he should know this stuff. And so I came up with the theory, well, what if Buzz, this isn't the same Buzz that we saw in Toy Story 3. Now that sounds like super crazy and very odd. It is crazy and odd. Uh, so, but I think the more I think about it, the more, the more it helps me accept the, the lazy writing and the complete sidelining of Buzz's character in Toy Story 4. Because uh, that's such a great character, and that was such a huge waste. So uh, it helps me kind of cope with it a little bit more, forgive it a little bit. Um, now, the first thing to address here is how, like the time frame of it, when did it all happen? And between Toy Story 3 and 4, that's about nine years. Nine years. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's quite a bit of time there for something to have happened to the original Buzz and for a new Buzz to come in and... Uh, so I th- and th- and then uh, it would also would explain why Buzz has new voice messages because in the first three he only had three three buttons and three voice messages. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue uh, and then two others that I forgot. But uh, within the the context of the movie, uh, he we've seen that red button be pressed before in the other three movies. Uh, multiple times, and it only says one thing: Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. The red button. Zerg is in, for instance, in Toy Story 2, which we're going to be talking about today. But Zerg is slamming Buzz against the the uh, what's it called? Elevator. Yeah, the, <laughs> the elevator. Uh, and he's he's slamming him, and he's press his red button is being pressed. Buzz, 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 Lightyear to the rescue. So Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. That's the only thing that thing plays uh, for for the Buzz that we see in Toy Story 1 through 3. Uh, according to this theory, <laughs> uh, and in Toy Story 4, they decided to uh, now get it. They were playing it for comedic purposes, of course, with the inner voice stuff, where it's it says different things corresponding to what's happening in Buzz's current scenario, where he's like wondering whether she, he should leave Woody, and he's pressing it, and it's just saying a bunch of stuff like "Leave, get out of there, get out of there, soldier," which is funny. Uh, but if you look at it purely within story context and franchise context. Then all of a sudden, if you're if you're saying that this is the same Buzz from Toy Story one, two, and three, why does he all of a sudden have new voice messages? Uh, and so what kind of what kind of explains that is this is a new Buzz, and so some somewhere in between those nine years, they came out with a new and improved Buzz Lightyear action figure, a remastered Bugs Lightyear action Bugs Lightyear <laughs> Buzz Lightyear action figure. I got Bugs Life on the brain. Uh, a new and improved Buzz Lightyear action figure. Ooh, so how exciting. And he has added voice messages. New voice messages from the TV show. Where he was, uh, from the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger, whatever, I forget what it's called. Uh, where John Krasinski was the voice of Buzz Lightyear. That John Tor- Krasinski? John, what's his name? Patrick Warburton. I always call him John Krasinski. But yeah, Patrick Warburton. That in-universe TV show cartoon where it was like, 
one of the cartoons that was based on like the action figures in the movie, which they're coming out with in 2022. Basically, that's tie-in show. New added voice lines from that tie-in show, which I don't think he says any of that in the tie-in show, because I haven't watched all of the tie-in show. So actually, scratch that. No, not from the tie-in show. From just added, it's it's added voice lines. It's added voice lines. That's all. They they remastered the toy and they added new added voice lines, and so uh, Bonnie's mom sold or somehow got rid of the old Buzz Lightyear, and they got a new Buzz Lightyear within that nine-year gap. And uh, somewhere like you know, there's enough time in there. Let's just say four years after Toy Story three, this scenario went down, uh, and, and and Bonnie got the new Buzz Lightyear. Then. Five years is enough time for Woody and the gang to kind of catch this new buzz up to speed on the meaning of being a toy and and uh, all that kind of thing and, and all that stuff, you know, you're supposed to make it happy and, and get him out of his little brain boss stage where he's like, ah, where's the evil and berserk? Oh, local law enforcement, great, you're here. Uh, so they, they kind of caught him up to speed, but he still doesn't know anything about the time we get to Toy Story 4. Or no, not, he doesn't know everything, not anything. He still doesn't know everything by the time we get to Toy Story 4. Like, your conscience. Which, it's, it's odd that a toy would have a conscience, but... Uh. Well, my question for you is, why would Woody and the gang let the old Buzz, if this happened, why would they let the old Buzz just go to waste and just accept this new one? Uh, they... It's it's not like they were just okay, you can go Buzz. Bye bye. They 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 of course they like fought and tried to get Buzz back, but Bonnie disowned Buzz. Bonnie and her mom had him sold away, or or like threw him in the trash can or something. So there's not really any interfering with that. Basically, if Bonnie it was literally like I don't want this toy anymore. Winnie the gang can't be like bring him back. All of a sudden Bonnie's like whoa why is this toy back in my room? I threw this away. I got rid of it. And so there's no way that they can kind of, like, do that in a way. Um, Andy got rid of Bo Peep. They didn't go after Bo Peep. They just let Bo Peep get... get the, they, they weren't like, okay, fine, Bo Peep, bye, see ya. They're just, there's no interference with that when you're a toy and the human physically disowns the toy. Okay. There's no interference. No uh, further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> uh, and... Maybe there's going to be a Toy Story 5 without them going to go back and please get the no. old Buzz. Please, no. <laughs> I do not need... We do yeah, not need we don't need a, We didn't need a Toy Story 4, but... Uh, this like, is the last thing I need to see. Yeah, it, it, that would be just too much. But anyway, back to the back to the theory. They, they uh... What was I talking about? Uh, they get this new Buzz up to speed, and so he doesn't know everything, but... And so, it's like, his conscience, and, uh, he... So, he doesn't know, he doesn't know that... About the conscience thing. And he, so that's why this whole stuff is happening. And uh, there is, there, that, I, I don't know, it just makes sense in my mind. It's kind of a cool and interesting idea to explore. And then if you, there is there is one other big thing we need to address here. And that is when, when we see in the movie Buzz Lightyear immediately recognizes Bo Peep and starts running over to her. But that's where the other th- part of this theory comes in. That uh, it that five years is quite a bit of time. So somehow it, Woody would have mentioned Bo Peep, or one of the toys would have mentioned Bo Peep, and this new Buzz would would have been like, oh, who, who's Bo Peep? And so Woody and the gang or something could explain to uh, Buzz 
Bo Peep is a, uh, Bo, Bo Peep was Woody's old flame, and she got sold away, so. so <laughs> old flame. Yeah, and so we're all sad, boo-hoo. And, uh, Woody's like, oh, she was, was an old flame of mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, he's, and, uh, and so they mentioned her, kind of maybe describe her a little bit, too, and so this new Buzz is, is thinking, oh, Bo Peep's really important to Woody. And so... When he when he sees Bo Peep and runs up to her, he's like, "Bo Peep, is this is this the person I've heard about from from all these people?" Uh, and and he's he's a little bit questioning of Bo Peep, uh, which granted in the context of the movie would be him not believing his eyes, being like, "What, Bo Peep? I haven't seen you in so long." But within the context of this theory, it's him saying, "Are are you are you Bo Peep? Are you the one that I've heard about so much?" And uh, if you notice in the scene, she she Bo Peep hugs Buzz and she goes. Buzz, my own moving buddy! And if you look at Buzz's face, there's no sign of recognition there. There's no... Yeah, yeah, my moving buddy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no... There's none of that. It's, it's just like... Yeah. Uh, and so this new Buzz has no idea what she's talking about. Now, of course, he doesn't ask and be like, What's, what's a moving buddy? Uh, and, uh, what's a moving buddy? <laughs> I was your moving buddy? What, what, what are you talking about? Uh, and they never... Woody never stops to explain to Bo Peep. Actually, Bo Peep, this is a... This is a, a new buzz. This is not the one that you've seen before. Uh, and that, of course, none of that happens. But still, it's it's still, you know, fun to be like, Buzz never... There's no... You look deep in his face. There's no change in his face. There's no reaction to when she goes, My own movement, buddy! There's no, like, memory there. He's like, yes! Uh, and so... And at the end of the movie, when... Uh, Buzz is like saying goodbye to Woody. I I don't think that Buzz would let him off that easily. I think um, the new Buzz doesn't fully quite understand. Still, still doesn't fully quite understand the uh, the reason for a toy's existence and such. So I think the real Buzz Lightyear would be like. No, what he need to stay here with Bo Peep. Bo Peep needs you. Or no, no, Bo Peep. Bonnie, 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 Bonnie. Uh, you'd be like, Bonnie needs you, Woody. And so this one, not fully understanding the purpose of the toy and such, he just is like, yeah, you can go, Woody. And uh, it's it's kind of a nice step up for this new Buzz to kind of take in a, a leadership role. Uh, and, you know, a nice bit of extra experience for this new Buzz. Uh, so... I mean, that's, that's my theory. It's kind of fun to believe in and kind of think, ooh, this is, this is a new Buzz uh, Lightyear. Okay. It's a good theory, I guess. I mean, I don't, I definitely do not believe it, but I can see where you, I can sort of see where you think that, but it's better than the Pixar theory. Mm-hmm. It's a little more, it's a little bit more believable than the Pixar theory. I'm sorry, but the Pixar theater I find to be way too much of a stretch. Yeah. Like I, I do, know. I cannot. I mean, sure, it's it's fun, but I I cannot see how anyone would believe in that. It's way too big of a stretch. Yeah. So, but this theory may seem at first uh, like, uh, like whoa, are you kidding? No, of course that's not true. But just really give us some thought. Really, like sit down ten. Or five ten minutes and just really think about it. The possible, the, the mere possibility of it being true, and uh, it might sound as it might start to sound a little bit more sound than it would otherwise if you just heard it initially and just immediately turned this podcast off and went, "No, that is totally not true." 
up. So, but yeah, there's my theory, everyone. The first theory, the first like in-depth theory on this podcast. All the rest have been haphazard. Oh yeah, what if this? No, yeah, let's roll with it. Like um, <clears throat> Count Dooku being Anakin's dad, right? Which isn't what? exactly Count, Count Dooku. Dooku being Anakin's dad. Count Dooku. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine, Emperor Palpatine, Emperor Palpatine. I never mentioned which, Emperor Palpatine. If we Emperor didn't have the sequel trilogy. I did. never mentioned the Emperor Palpatine dad thing. Yeah, you did. I I did? It was on... When? It was on either Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones. You were like... Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't yeah, remember that. Because if the sequel trilogy didn't exist, then it would be a good theory. And it was actually George Lucas' well, original plan. Well, he could plan. still technically be the dad... He just like kind of like did some kind of Sith boom magic to do stuff in his and his mom's still, It still makes Kylo Ren and Rey related. No one else has pointed that out yet. I'm surprised that they haven't. What? That about what you're claiming? That Ky- No, it's only if your theory is true that Kylo Ren and Rey would be related. Let's not. Uh, not really, because. Ven Solo is from the Skywalkers, mm-hmm. and then oh, never mind. Well, yeah, actually, they right. would actually would never have gotten married because they would have, they would have never met. So what? they would have never met. Like, that's that's what that's what it said. That's and okay. So then that's what the plan said, and the plans never lie. The George Lucas plans? Yeah, the George Lucas plans never lie, man. You can't question them. Who would have never met? Palpatine and Shimi Skywalker. Oh. It still makes them related. They would have never gotten married. They would have never gotten any dates or stuff like that. So, haha. In your no. face. Still, he's the contributor to Anakin, so it makes Rey and Kylo Ren technically related, which means there would be two gay parts in Rise of Skywalker instead of one, which is still very wrong. I don't consider that kind of thing gay, but okay. But clearly other people do, so okay. No, it is it is a type of gayness. It is Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I feel dumb now. Uh, so, yeah, that... <laughs> no. okay, if the sequel talk- trilogy didn't exist, then it would be a sound theory. And it, 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 well, was, it was originally in George Lucas' plan. Wait plant, a second. So. That, wait a second. If the rumors are true that they are retconning the sequel trilogy, then my theory can still be correct. Mm, <laughs> if, if they are retconning the sequel. And it seems like they are, so my theory will be correct. Anyway, yep, that's the theory on If Buzz. my Mon Mothma theory can't be correct... Then this one could totally oh, the be Mon Mothma theory definitely can't be correct, and you know that. It's just out there too much. It's not your out theory there. is it's not out like, there. It's not like crazy. It's not crazy. Your theory is not crazy. It's not a crazy theory. It's not one of those. Come ones on, you like, have to see where you can. Yeah, you can see. You have to be able to see where I'm coming from. No, there, there's no way. Absolutely no way. When does Solo take place? Ten years after Revenge of the Sith. When does okay? And then Mon Mothma is in Rebels though too. Oh, yes, yeah. As a fully adult woman. Yeah, that's true. So, she would have had to have aged in, like, four years. Well, come on. If Michael Fossbender... If my needle can go from being Michael Fossbender to Ian McKellen from 1992 to 2000, then that could totally happen. Yeah, but this isn't a silly, cheap Fox universe. This is a Star Wars thing, which is highly elite. 
Yeah, as, even as we went, got up to Solo, I realized, oh wait, she was an adult before Solo, so never mind. Yeah, she was also in the set. I actually so, didn't think about I, At the time of thinking that, I was like, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, so it's not a crazy theory, it's just one that you can immediately be like, that's not Which, true. also, that is true. In Dark Phoenix, it takes place in 1992, and it's posting act to the first X-Men film, which takes place in 2000, and somehow Magneto goes from being Michael Fassbender to Ian McKellen in a matter of eight years. Everyone ages super fast in a matter of eight years. But and it makes no sense. Anyway, yup. That is the Buzz Doppelganger oh, theory. Oh man, I really want to talk about the X-Men movies now. <coughs> that is the Buzz Doppelganger theory. I hope you enjoy. Uh, and we're going to get into our sponsorship, and then we're going to talk about Toy Story 2, not Toy Story 4 yet. We're not going to get to Toy Story 4 yet. We should say this for the Toy Story 4 one. We need something to talk about for a main topic. So, yeah, here's a sponsorship. We're going to get into Toy Story 2. All right, we're back from our sponsorship and ready to talk about Toy Story 2, one of the best sequels of all time. Yeah! So, what's our behind-the-scenes nugget for this episode? Oh, behind-the-scenes nugget. Oh, no. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think of one. Well, no, come on! You, you know one. I do. Remember the famous story with the computer and the deleting? Oh, that was this. That was this movie. Yep. Okay. You forgot? Uh, no. I was gonna okay, say. Okay, so, so there is a there is a famous story at Pixar. It's a well-known You've story. You've probably heard it on the internet. If you haven't, then let me educate you. It is now. It oh. is it is a it is a very popular no, thing. If you don't know, then I'll uh, I'll 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 yeah I'll explain it to you. So, Pixar has this thing set up with all their files for the movies they're working on. All the sets of stuff that they have. Characters, designs, backgrounds, props, all of their stuff are set in kind of this folder style of, of kind of a, a, chain, a chain reaction, basically. It goes from bottom to top, or bo- top to bottom, I can't exactly remember. And so, do you, if you delete the thing at the top... All the things underneath that are just going to be gone. Like the files and stuff like that. Yeah, all the assets and uh, stuff for Toy Story 2. So basically the whole Toy Story 2 movie was on there. And uh, basically someone came along and accidentally... Deli- Spilled there was coffee. A, wait, no, it's... Uh, I know what it is. It's So there's a command code to delete the top file. And someone actually accidentally typed in that... that uh, Code. How could someone accidentally do- type that in, though? And uh, all of the files got deleted. So, <laughs> I was working on 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 the scene, and all of a sudden, I was I was working. All of a sudden, Woody's hat disappeared, and all of a sudden, something else disappeared. And all of a sudden, Woody disappeared, and so all of it was just going down the toilet. And the studio executives were racing around. <laughs> and, it's like yeah, screaming, screaming, screaming. Everyone's panicking. And, he's, and so some guy's like, unplug it, unplug it. So someone unplugs his machine, and so they have, like, basically less than 25% of the movie still. What? So, yeah. They, wow. they have tw- less than 25% still intact. I'm and surprised so they delay it. Yeah, and so this, they, they probably were going to, but then this lady remembered she had been making copies and had, like, basically the entire movie on her computer, on her laptop at her house. And so she raced home, got the laptop, and they like brought it in. They had it like in blankets and and covered up and wow. seatbelt and stuff on the way there. She like raced it in. Then they plugged it in and the movie was saved. So and Pixar itself was saved. 
So I still go. question how if that one movie was deleted. How could Pixar delete? How could Pixar be deleted? Well, I mean, it's 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 like their next movie. It's their studio is writing on it to survive. So. Oh well, they could have easily just delayed it and just like worked on it again. Yeah, but still, uh, it would cost them a lot of money. So to have yeah, worked on all that true. animation and then have it lost because animation is very expensive. Uh, but yeah, there's the story of that, and let's get into actually talking about the movie, which is a very fantastic movie. Yeah, it is a really very good. funny movie, very smart, clever movie. And notice how literally right after Bugs Life, they go straight back to Toy Story. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's, uh, you can kind of be like, hmm, maybe Bugs Life didn't go like they planned it, it would. And with Bugs Life, they were working with a lot of new things, translucency, uh, tons of background characters and tons of crowds and stuff and uh one of the things they were doing was widescreen if you notice bugs life has a widescreen format yeah uh and so i was like oh yay widescreen now we get that with toy story right and uh no for some reason this is back to a not widescreen full screen yeah full screen i don't like full screen i can't stand it yeah it's okay i need widescreen yeah and so watching this and it's it's back to full screen i was like uh but the aspect ratio does not affect the movie in any way whatsoever unless they change the aspect ratio during the movie. In which case, it, it does get annoying to me. It, it's a little weird. I like to laugh at it. Uh, but, yeah, anyway. The movie itself is, is fantastic. And they were just able to go bigger and better. Uh, I don't know if I would say better. but uh, Went bigger, that's for sure. They went definitely bigger with this one. And they were able to do a lot more. And there was a lot more gags. It just packed with gags and Star Wars references. A lot of Star Wars. Like, literally, in the first scene, there's a bunch of Star Wars references. For the first part, like, inside Buzz's helmet, I, I can point out, like, all of these. Like, in the first, like, when you see inside Buzz's helmet, he literally has Darth Vader's breathing noise. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. And then when he, and then when that little robot thing comes out, first of all, that's like what, that's like what Jabba has at his palace. Second, when he shoots it, it's a TIE fighter blast. Yep. <laughs> and then as he's going through the thing, he's like he's like on the steps and then he falls down a reactor shaft. Yeah. And then he goes up and when he sticks the, his hand through the quote unquote battery, and he's quotations, um, it makes a lightsaber noises. Yeah. Whoom, whoom. And then also when but when Zerg is shooting at him, he's, he uses like a shield thing, it makes X Wing blasts. Yeah. And that's all of them. Uh, and then there's also the famous "I am father, I am father, I am uh, your father" moment recreated. And then, the, and also he falls down into darkness, like Emperor Palpatine. Wink, wink. Yeah. So there's tons of Star Wars references. For some reason, they they decided to just make this basically a Star Wars movie. I don't know. Pretty much. Well, I don't pretty, know why. They basically decided to make the Galactic Alliance based off of Star Wars. It's hilarious. Yeah. So I mean, that's. The, yeah, the, the, there's a lot of Star Wars references in this one. And in the like, first one, it was just, oh, he's building a secret battle station with the capabilities to destroy, with the capabilities, with the capabilities to destroy an entire planet. And for some reason, someone decided to have them do a Star Trek salute <laughs> in the first movie. That doesn't fit. <laughs> okay, honestly, it doesn't fit. If you're trying to do, make him Star Wars, don't throw something from Star Trek in there. And that's just weird. You are a sad, strange little man, and, I, and you have my pity. <laughs> yep, and well, then again, that movie, those movies do have Patrick, Sir Patrick Stewart. Sorry, um, 
But anyway, yes, this is a really good movie. Of course, Tom Hanks is always really good. It's Woody. And Tim Allen is always good as Buzz, but got wasted in Toy Story 4, unless you counted my theory. Are you going to advertise that? Like it's Geico? Uh, every 15, every, every 15 minutes can take you 15 seconds or more. I don't even remember what the third thing is. But yeah, I'm going to advertise it definitely more once we talk about Toy Story movies. And uh, Awesome. Definitely moving forward, because I'm going to be talking about a lot more with Toy Story Three. Now we've now this is like this is like how you felt whenever I brought up the Mon Mothma theory. Uh, yeah, definitely. pretty much. And then um, yeah, like well, Tim Allen. I, I've always thought Buzz is better than Woody because Buzz is amazing. Woody's okay. Woody's <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought Buzz is better than Woody because Buzz is amazing and Woody's okay. Why don't you like Woody? He's like awesome. Woody's, Woody's funny, but he's, he's Tom Hanks. I know he's Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks is really good, but I just, I don't know, Buzz is funnier, and he's a lot better. Yeah, he's... he's always thought Buzz is better. For I like it. space toys better than cowboy dolls. Oh, yeah, totally. Cause space is the new thing, man. The space race. And if you see, I, I, th- I don't remember where I heard this, but uh, if you see on one of Woody's magazines, it says Sputnik goes into space. Oh, yep. Sputnik, or Sputnik in, de- in development or something. Uh, and that's that's why Sputnik went up, and space the astronauts went up, and something else happened. And all I choose one way with was space toys. Yeah. And also we know who is going up into space, and that was none other than our Chris Evans. What? Oh, what? No. Think about it. No, that's technically not what was happening. Uh, you talking about the real life astronauts? Oh, never mind. Yeah, he's talking about astronauts went to the moon, and then all of a sudden everyone was playing space. Toys. Okay, sorry, Chris Evans did not go up into space. That's in the Lightyear movie where he does go to space. Uh, yeah. Well, we haven't seen it yet, so we don't exactly know. I just realized what. And so far, in all three of these Pixar podcasts, we've mentioned Lightyear at least once. Because well, it's like Pixar's next big thing, other than Luca. And then there's that other one with the weird red fox thing. That's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. When's it coming out? I think it's like 2022. Yeah, it is 2022. That's dumb. I know, that looks so dumb. It's a girl that when she gets mad, she turns into a red panda, right? Yeah. That's it's, dumb. It's weird. Uh, it's weird, but I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Well, it depends uh, on who's directing it. It depends on who's directing it. I don't even know. If it's Beat Doctor film, then it would I be I don't even know what it's called. It's called, like... Red... It's called Movie McDumb-Dumb. Movie McDumb-Dumb? Yeah, we're going with that. It's called, like, Red Panda Fury. Let's go with that. Red Panda... That's Chinese. Red Panda Fury. It, it is Chinese, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Red Pandas are only in China. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They are? I think so. Yes. No, I saw one outside my window the other day. <laughs> you did? Anyway. Wow. Um, I just found one in my closet. Yeah, the, the astronauts went up, and everyone only wanted to play with space toys. <laughs> and there's a big theory with Andy's dad. Should I, I explain? Should oh, I explain the Andy's dad theory? Well, long theory is short. It's basically believed that the dad is the original wait, wait, owner of Woody. Wait, 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 wait. All right. So, no, oh, great. Now, let's go into the mom theory. I like the mom theory a lot. So, this is Okay, the, you share the mom theory, then I'll share the dad theory. Uh, okay. That's weird. Um, um, <laughs> no, so, it's not. This is, like, one of the biggest theories that Pixar has... And honestly, I think it's definitely believable. It's more believable than the Pixar theory. Yeah, it's not one of crazy theory. And it's, it's not like outright crazy. Like, 
Andy's mom is a serial killer or something. I it's not like, I was about to say Andy's a serial killer. <laughs> but I thought, I thought, I thought, that's what I thought you were going to say. Oh, and, yeah, no, it's not like crazy, and it's not like, it's not, it's not like, uh, a not crazy theory, but a rational theory that just doesn't make sense. It's a non-crazy theory that there's no big mistakes in it that are like, yep, it's false because of this. So, uh, anyway, you, you say what it is. So... This is like, like I said, one of the biggest series Pixar has, blah, 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 blah. And then I think it's basically one of those where we bought, okay, cut to the chase, Jake, let's get on with it. So basically, it's believed that, I almost said Wanda for some reason. Um, Andy's mom is the original owner of Jesse, and there's numerous evidence that supports it. And like, for example, evidence, evidence piece number one. Clearly, you know, we all know that Andy has a hat in Toy Story, but... It is not the same hat that Woody has. Woody's hat is brown, and it's more of like a triangle shape, while Jesse's hat is sort of, is, well, his, the hat that he actually wears is red, and who has a red hat? You guessed it, Jesse. And so it's believed that that's where the hat could have came. That's where it came. That's like one piece of evidence. Evidence piece number two is we, if you looked closely when Jesse, when we're in that boring flashback scene with Jesse, um, which, yes, I, I do think is very boring. It drags. Um, like, you see under the bed, and Jesse's, like, under there, like, having a good time with mothballs and dust bunnies. Um, you can see that there's a roller skate blade in the background hi hiding behind a box. And then later, when his mom is taking all his stuff out to the yard sale that Annie's not using anymore... We see that same roller skate blade. Wink, wink. Now, within context of reality, this is probably just a reused prop. But within context of story, we all know that it's the same roller blade. So, yeah, I definitely believe that um, Andy's mom is the original owner of Jesse. Because there's numerous evidence. Just like within it. context of reality, Buzz was lazily no. written in Toy Story no. 4. But within context no. of story, we all know it was a different Buzz. No. That's you. That's not the rest of the Pixar fans. Uh, oh, yeah, the Andy's dad theory. And this is a bit more of a crazy one, so bear with me here. The theory is that uh, Andy's dad had uh, Woody. Woody's, or Woody was this cowboy doll, and they didn't mean make enough to meet demand. And so they were having everybody send in letters, and you could be entered into a contest to get this cowboy doll. And Andy's dad was very poor, and he sent in a letter and he was like talking about how he's very poor and stuff and he wants the cowboy doll and so they sent it to him and they and they gave it to him and uh he was kind of like growing up with woody and uh he got mr potato head and slinky dog and uh then he got sick with polio and he died and left woody and mr potato head and slinky dog for andy <sighs> and andy has uh and that's where Andy inherited those toys. Long story short. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Okay. The sad, depressing, emotional backstory. Because now everything has to have a dramatic backstory nowadays. That is a little... Much. Yeah. Like, he died from polio? Like, what is the deal? Why do we have to do this, people? Yeah. Why? Uh, everything has to have a dramatic backstory. So, Why can't it just be light and happy? Believe it if you must. I mean... Believe it if you will. Uh, there yeah. was, I, th I think it was Joe Ramped, or no, somebody else at Pixar, like, kind of teased it a little bit or something. I don't, I don't remember what happened, uh, but there was someone, someone at, well, Joe Ramped is dead, so I don't think it was him, but uh, some guy was, like, not outright saying that it was false or something like that. 
Oh. So, but it is, it is way too... Why does Pixar never confirm any of these theories? Yeah. Like, that buzz is a different buzz? Uh, that theory has never seen the light of day. Until now. Until and now. No one's, <laughs> and no one here, I highly doubt, is like a major big Pixar fan. Well, maybe some people are, but I don't think like any of the, like the big people, like Super Car Brothers or anybody else, are going to be listening to this podcast. I obviously won't. And then they'll think about this theory. So I don't think this theory is ever going to see the light of day. And this is just going to be remaining as a movie major theory that will never get out into the public. Well, then again, who knows? I don't even know. Okay, yeah. But uh, enough about backstories and parents and blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, movie the, itself, movie. the movie itself is great. It's, it's a great sequel, great addition to the Toy Story franchise uh, about you know new messages, new characters and stuff. And I remember on Is It Good, which R.I.P. is a good podcast, um, Oh, yeah, right. But, uh, you know, Dylan and Eli, who we've had on the podcast, their podcast is a good... Which and is now, Liam, who occasionally joins them. Yeah, which is now... Their podcast is now dead. They're doing a different comedy thing. Uh, is it good? If you listen to their Toy Story episode, they said that they were... They were they didn't like how they added new characters in sequels. And uh, in the sequels to Toy Story, that they added all these new characters. Which, I mean, I don't agree with people who say who don't like that i mean i'm like that's technically kind of the point of the sequel yeah is to build upon what was set up in the first movie establish go deeper into the themes or establish new themes establish new characters and send the characters on a on a new journey and dig deeper into the characters and our main characters so i mean that's kind of the point of sequels to give us new and different stuff in the first movie uh, so I mean, I mean, I I'm all for it. I'm like, yeah, let's give us all these new characters. And when you're in the realm of toys, there's so much to explore there. You could have thousands of memorable, you could have thousands of memorable characters in the Toy Story universe, and we could remember each and every one of them. Uh, uh, so many likable characters and um, such, so that you can you can you can remember all of them. You can yeah yes okay I get it. You can remember all of them and uh, love them and cherish them, except for the villains, of course. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. You love and cherish the villains. Well, there's other people that do that. Yeah, well, you love the cherish. You love the cherish. You love and cherish the villains because of how evil they are and how unlikable they are. That's what makes a good villain, not the dumb twist nonsense that we've been having lately. I like twist villains. They're great and fun. Just kidding. That's so- uh, so, I'm kidding. I prefer normal villains. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Toy Story two. I don't really have too much to say on it, but neither do I. It is a great, great sequel, and I love it. Like neither the first two Toy Stories, I have much to say on. Actually, surprisingly. Yeah, but yeah, they're, they're just amazing. Ooh, I'm excited for Good Dinosaur. Oh yeah, that's gonna be ooh, that's gonna be a good one. Ooh, yeah, I'm excited. We're gonna have a dinosaur barbecue. I almost said a something else where was i going with this forget it anyway go on what you were saying yeah so there's just a great sequel great movie in general i give it a 7.5 7 what 7.5 yeah that's really the only thing i can give it 7.7 oh eli you poor misguided because like my six and seven are like an 8.1 so I'd probably give it an 8.5. I think if I give it an 8.5, then it would be above some of the stuff in my top five. Really? Yeah. 
fucking which I'd give those like actually I'd one. probably have to give those a higher rating than all the ones in my top five. All the ones in my top five are at least above a nine. I'd say. Oh yeah, mine's definitely above Toy. A lot of the ones in my favorites are above Toy Story four. So this one would have to be uh, like an eight. this one can be an eight point five. Yeah, it's an eight point five. Yeah, I mean, come on, this is a good movie. I'm just like I was like shocked that you put it like seven. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Thank you. Wait, wait, no, why am I thanking you? Uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, so it's just a great movie. Jake closes out, please. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to watch Eli at Hollingsworth Enterprises and watch me at GBH Studios. Don't forget to also watch us at Hollingsworth Gaming and Minecraft Madness. And also keep listening to this podcast. And remember, this, this isn't recording. recording. It's, it's Talking, talking with, with Style. style.